Hello? Are you guys there? Do you know who this is? Do you remember this voice? It's me! I am back, y'all! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Black Girl Tea Podcast. It's nigh! I've been on a hiatus, and I'm gonna get into all of that in just a second. Um, but I really miss you guys. I really miss recording episodes. Um, I had originally planned on being back at the beginning of November, and I just needed a smidgen a little bit more time. And then I was like, I'm gonna be back in the middle of November, and then I was like, I don't really think so. And then I was like, all right, we're in a really good place with everything. Um, we're moving and grooving. Everything is is getting right where we need it to be. And we could probably jump back into this thing. And so we're here. I had some very uncomfortable conversations in my time away. Some really hard realizations in that time away. Um, Recognizing a lot about myself and what I do and don't like and why I don't like those things. And this isn't anything new. Like, we've talked about my healing process, my healing journey um, in the past. And I really needed to just really take a step completely back. And before we jump into all of that and talk about me for the next however long this episode is going to last, I have to ask you all, how are you doing? What has happened since the last time I've been on this damn podcast? What what is going on? Like, talk to me. It, it's another. We in December now. It's December. So, what happened in October? What y'all do for Halloween? Where did y'all go trick or treating? How was Thanksgiving? Did your mama cook the mac or did somebody try something new? Talk to me. Whether that is via text message, email, DM, call me. Um, I know some of you write it in your journal. Do you do what you do during this time because this time is for y'all. But the next few minutes are uh, more than the next few minutes. But after that, it's about me. I'm about to catch y'all up to speed. Y'all finna get some tea and all that. So talk to me, y'all. How have you been? How have you been? I miss y'all. Tell me everything. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to (sighs) know. So, like I said, I really needed to take a moment and step back from a lot. Um, So much was happening, whether it was like... Work was on a thousand. My personal life was on two million. And then trying to incorporate black girl tea in that was just not something that I could do at that moment in time. And I hated it. I was realizing like, all right, I'm doing two, three episodes at a time to make sure that I have content, but it wasn't in the in the manner in which I like to deliver to you guys. And I had to phone a friend and obviously phone in a friend Shay. And we had a very long conversation. Um, And as you have heard us talk about, our conversations with each other are always very, very progressive conversations. Like we may, hey, I'm calling you because I'm down in the dumps. And we end up talking about how Morgan Freeman was never a child. Like that man has been an adult since he was born. Like it always just goes on a very high note for us. And I love that. Um, and But I walked away from that conversation feeling very um, empowered. My cup was full. Um, I went into that conversation with her. Just very like, girl, I don't know what's going on. I got a lot happening. Um, and then 
the shocking part about that is after I had that conversation with her, I went to go see my grandma. Now, I don't go too in-depth about my relationship with my grandmother, but that is my homie, my best friend. That's, that's my ride or die. Um, all of those things in Jesus' name. Um, but I went to my grandma's house just to see her for a few minutes, and she asked me to do something for her, and I, like, sighed. And she was like, what's the matter? And she went on this tangent, one that she goes on often, about how people don't want to do things and um, the way that we're interacting with her is a little bit different now that we're grown and she feels like she's intruding in our lives because she's older so she needs our assistance with things and we're older and we don't want to be bothered and I had to sit there with her and tell her like I love when you call me and I love when we talk about things and and I love when you ask me to do things but right now I'm just all over the place and she was like well, let's talk about it. And we talked about it. Now, my grandmother does not understand my line of work. She does not understand the podcast. So it was really just like trying to chop it all down for her. And I spend a lot of time doing that, especially when it comes to work. But this time she was like, just talk to me. Don't even explain what visual means. Don't explain any of that. Just talk. Like, just get it off your chest. And... I was just like, girl, I'm tired. Like, I'm tired. I'm sleepy all the time. I wake up and I feel like I have a thousand things to do. And I do a million of the things I'm supposed to do. And there's still somehow a thousand things happening. And she was just like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And she just started talking to me and giving me, like, advice. And obviously the advice that she was giving me was advice that, I don't want to say it wasn't good advice, but it was advice for who she was as a person. Like, if I was in your shoes, this is how I would maneuver with these things. Um, but when she gave me that advice, she she made it very clear at the end. Like, I'm talking to you because this is how I know how to talk. I don't understand your line of work. I don't understand your side hustles. I don't understand all of these things. But this is how I know to get through this type of situation. And that was a very, like, enlightening moment for me because... A lot of times, the older generation, they give us advice for who they are, like my grandmother did, but they never give us permission to use it the way we need to do it. And although we do do those things the way we need to do it, sometimes for them, it's very hard for them to understand that, like, what you went through during your day is not exactly the same for me and mine. And they have a hard time understanding that. So when we go back to them with a, with a new problem of the same type of situation, it's like, well, I already gave you advice before. You did what you wanted to do, not deal with it. So for her to have that moment with me, and it was just everything that I needed. She gave me permission to rest, which I have done in the past, but and I've gotten in the past, but it was just really one of those things like, I did need you to do this for me because I don't know how, but I'm realizing I'm, I'm overwhelming you. And I appreciate that with her. And then I went home, had a similar conversation with a few other people. And it was great. So I went home. I, I sat at my desk that I'm sitting at now. And I was like, I have to start somewhere. And I was like, I, work is going to be here. I'm going to have this job until they get rid of me or until I leave. I need to find a way to make work smoother for myself. I need to also sit down and figure out how to make 
black girl tea smoother. I need to sit down. And like I was saying to myself, like, I'm going to take a day to focus on each of these individual things instead of trying to collide them all in one. So I took some time off of work. I took four days off of work. And in my head, the first day and the last day, I was going to rest. And then I was going to chomp up the other two days to prepare myself, have very uncomfortable conversations with people, and do what I needed to do to get myself together. And I did just that. Um, I had to walk away from a few projects. And God is so funny. And I know some of y'all may not see the the humor in this, but I God has a sense of humor. I've said that before on here. God has a sense of humor, right? So I was on three projects. Well, I was on five projects, but three of the projects were projects that um, I really wanted to just... I've been waiting for a moment like this. I got them. I knew that I could do the work. I had the time to do everything that we needed to do. I spoke with them. They realigned their budget to, and they cut from other things to be able to pay me properly. And I was so excited about it. But then once I took a look at what was actually in front of me, I realized like, fuck, I will not be able to take on these projects in the manner I thought I could. So we time to have some uncomfortable conversations, right? So I was walking away from three of those projects, like I said. So there was five. I'm walking away from three, which will leave me with two. I went and sat with the first person and I'm like, look, this is what it, this is a moment of transparency here. Um, I can't do this project anymore. I thought I could, but with everything that I have on my plate, I really cannot. And I hope you understand. I hope you're not mad. And this individual chuckled and she said, well, I guess it was better that you said it than me. And I asked her, like, what do you mean by that? And she said, I really wanted this project to work and I needed you in order to do so. That I was willing to cut other aspects of this project to make sure that I was able to pay you what you deserve. And I was like, okay. And she was like, but I I just can't. And we've made a lot of progress on this. So I didn't want to cut you. So I was going to have to cut someone else. But... I was willing to do whatever needed to be done to get you to be able to be comfortable and paid properly for your work. And I was like, oh, okay, well, like, this is cool because you can't pay me and I can't do the project. So it's even like we're, we're, we're good. And she was like, yes, but can we st- can you still mentor the team on this? Um, if I can give you X, Y and Z amount of money when you have to mentor them, can you still do it? And I was like, let me get back to you. Um, cause that's still going to take up a significant amount of time and energy that I probably cannot give you. So I'm not saying no, and I'm not saying yes. Let me look over everything. And she was just like, you know what? Do what you have to do. If you need something from me, contact me and vice versa. So I said, you know what? This is fair. And we left that on a high note. I go to the next person that have the same type of conversation with them. And they literally said, with the current crisis of the world and things I need to get done for this project, there are going to have to be cuts made with the budget. And one thing that me and my team kept looking at was how much money we were paying you. And neither one of us from this particular person's team, he said, every last one of us knew that if we were going to have you on this project, we needed to pay you what you deserve to be paid. And we just can't right now. And he said, I respect you too much to offer you to have you on my team doing exactly what you do in the great manner in which you do it but not be able to pay you 
So I was going to have to have a conversation with you to see how we could come to some mutual ground. But now that this is the, the situation, um, this is different. And he offered me some really, some really good advice, some really good resources. Um, and I took him up on a couple of offers and he was like, take, I, I'm one, I'm proud of you for realizing that this was too much, um, and, and saying something and two, take the time that you need. Don't rush back to do anything because you feel like you need to be on projects. There will always be projects. And if something's not in alignment with what you need right now, don't ever be afraid to walk away from it. So I was like, okay, good. Like two of three conversations went really well. Went into the third one and it was along the same lines. And this person said to me, I'm so proud of you. You are better than me. I was like, what do you mean by that? And she said, when I was your age, I had some of the same opportunities that you had. And she was speaking more in terms of the project. And she said, and I ran myself in the ground and I didn't realize that I needed to rest until I was in my mid forties. And here you are at 26 doing this. And I was like, you know what? Everybody in this that I had to talk to today was really, and I had these conversations back to back. Like I had a one o'clock lunch, a three o'clock lunch and a five o'clock dinner. Like I went from person to person to person to have this conversation. Cause it that's how important it was. That's how much I needed to rest. And every conversation went well. So I was like, all right, cool. And like I said, I had a conversation with Che and that first conversation was not about me walking away. It was more so about what I had on my plate. And I, I said, damn, like, I don't know if Shay's going to be down to take over for the time that I needed to take over. But let's see. So I asked her, she said, yeah, I got you. When you need the episodes? And I gave her some dates and she said, I bet. And that was just everything that I needed. And I had conversations with my family, um, my support system, my friends, and I told them I really just needed a break. And I took a few days, like I said, I took those time, that time off. I did what I needed to do. I got back to work, and I was, and on my way to work, I was like, I feel so good. Like, I, I organized my calendar. I have everything set up. My team is in a good space, and I really just need to do what I gotta do. Thirty minutes into that shift, y'all. I felt like shit again. I was like, what the fuck did I do wrong? Like, what is happening to me? I feel crazy. Like, I I just took time off. I just did everything that I needed to do. I'm well rested. Why am I tired all over again? Like, what is happening to me? And I was just like, yeah, let me go. Let me call my therapist called my therapist had the conversation and she was like you rested but you didn't have intentional rest you gotta cut some things off your plate again so I was like fuck where where do I go to now spoke to my boss we sat down we went over calendars she set me up for success I was like feeling better went over some more things on the calendar with Shay that was good I felt better God has a sense of humor I get sick wasn't bad I just needed to take two days off of work I was like all right cool like I'm good we back in the swing of things get back into the swing of things at work my boss is like are you ready for the next step absolutely she starts grinding me starts giving me projects and I felt amazing she gave me great feedback the people that I had to work with gave me great feedback I then after all of the the preparation and the great conversation that I've I've been having 
we get an email like a, from the teams at work. Holiday season is here. Boom. And I'm like, oh shit. In the midst of everything happening, holiday season is here. Like, <laughs> I knew what was coming. I knew what month we were in. But I started to have like a very mild panic attack. And I was like, what am I going to do? I go home that night and I'm like, I gotta, I have to focus on work because I have to show myself strong. I have to do everything I have to do. And I was in a really good space. I go on Instagram the next day on my way to work and there's like a, uh, someone made a reel and it was a black woman who was talking and she was like, I don't know, I'm in this awkward place of always feeling tired and always having something to do and all year I've prioritized doing what I wanted to do even up until this moment I'm prioritizing me and blah 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 and I just still feel and I'm like yo this is me and the person who she was talking to in the video was just like girl you need a couple days to just be you need a couple days to just be and I'm like I'm, I, maybe this is what I need and then my boss called on me and she's like I need you to do me a favor so I had to shift my schedule and I realized I had two days back to back which I normally I don't get. I have one day during the week, maybe one day on the weekend. Maybe a Monday off and a Friday off, but it's never back to back like this. And I was like, oh shit. God is forcing me to rest, y'all. Like, and that's what it was. I was forced to rest. I was forced to just take a moment and just be. And when I went back to work, that Sunday everything was perfect I had just continued to take like there were times when the store was dead and I'm like all right I can go and get me a coffee I would go normally I would go with one of my peers to get a coffee but this particular day I went by myself came back and it got a little bit busy at work but I, I was busy but I wasn't flustered I wasn't scatterbrained I was able to talk and be confident like I normally was but something about this just felt different I went home. I didn't have to focus on black OT. I didn't have to focus on anything else. I, I rubbed my feet together, got in this bed, and I was out like light. And then for the for a few weeks, the first few weeks of my little hiatus from black OT, that was the norm. Then I was realizing I'm so tired. Then I was realizing I keep having realizations about things, so let's document them. And I'm going to get into my realizations with you guys and explain to you the changes that I've made to be able to be a little bit better than what I was before I left. Are you ready for this? I hope you are. I really hope you are. So let's get into it. I hope you didn't think that the episode stopped right there. Thanks for listening to the Black Girl Tea Podcast. Let's get back into it. So I just kept having these like realizations of things like, and not on no like, oh my God, this is my problem. This is the solution to it. It wasn't one of those moments. I was just like, damn, like I really feel tired and like I'm rushing and running all the time. I need to figure something out. 
And it's crazy because I go on Instagram and there's a post. You need to invest in yourself. Set your alarm and get out of bed on the first the first time it goes off. No more snoozing. Get up and move your body. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to incorporate this into my, to my life. And then a young lady comes up to me and was like, girl, I need help with blah, 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 blah. I'm like, child, like, in my head, I couldn't help you because I'm going through the same thing. But it was just like, give her the advice that you just read. And I did that. And I didn't want to be a hypocrite. And I didn't want to be like not taking my own advice. So I started implementing everything that I had just read. So I set my alarm for super early in the morning, which is what I used to do. But then your girl got lazy and realized that I could, honestly, if I pick my clothes out at night, it could take me 15 minutes to get ready. And I was trying to take shortcuts. But clearly, shortcuts don't make you win in life, y'all. If you don't learn nothing else from me today, learn that. (laughs) But I was like, all right, I got to get out of bed. I got to wake up at this time. And I got to get out of bed. I got to move my body. I got to drink some water. Skincare routine matters. So... I just started implementing all of that into my my get out of bed. So I started a few months ago. I had started um, back in the mornings doing yoga. I think the young lady's YouTube is like brightly salted. Not really sure, but I think it was brightly salted or bright salt, something like that. Anyways, it's I've linked it before. I've used I've used this. If you go back on some Instagram posts when we were talking about morning routines, um, I had mentioned it in the past. But I'm like, this yoga routine is the same. I want to get into something else. So what am I going to do in the morning as like a move your body exercise? So I get on Pinterest and I'm like, quick morning routines. So looking at what people are doing, I'm like, eh, kind of just said I was over yoga. Don't really feel like going to the gym at 5 a.m. Definitely not walking my neighborhood at 5 a.m. Like, <laughs> this isn't going to work for me. Was trying to get back into how me and Shay used to power walk and by power walk. We used to be on cruise control, but I was like, maybe I can get up in the morning and walk like me and Shay used to walk. But then I was like, that's going to wear my body out before I get to work and I'm not even going to be able to work. Got to do something else. And then I started watching, I think it was Love is Blind or something, and Shorty on there was a Pilates instructor. So I was like, oh, maybe I can do some in-home Pilates or something like that. Um, Alicia was also incorpororated in Pilates and that's a whole other situation. But like, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll reach out to Alicia and see what they offer. Never got around to it. So I'm like, boom, let's see if I can find some black Pilates instructors on YouTube. And I found um, Isoeli. I think that's how you say her name. Um, but I was like, all right, boom. So I watched one of her videos. I'm like, this seems pretty basic. And I started incorporating that in my, mo- my morning. Then I needed to incorporate breakfast at home because we all know that I've been trying to get my finances in a better position than what they are. They're not in a bad place, but I want to do better. So breakfast at home instead of going to buy Dunkin'. And I've committed myself to eating food at home and eating my breakfast with water. And then on the way out the door, maybe getting Dunkin' when I get to work or something, but like trying to cut down on my Dunkin' expenses. So I was having breakfast home. And all this was working for me. And then, like, by the time I had finished my little morning routine and washing my face and, you know, getting all the skincare stuff in my in my regimen and, and shit in the routine, I was like, oh, it's time for me to start getting ready for work. And that was working for me. I was getting to work with some pep in my step. And I've had this energy throughout the day. And then floor set came around. 
Now, floor set is easy sometimes and sometimes it is not. You never know what you're going to get with each floor set. No floor set is the same. It's like a, a snowflake. Like, it trickle down on you. You know it's coming. Like, the weatherman be like, it's going to snow. You know you're going to get some snow. I know I'm going to get a floor set. And then it just all hell break loose. So I was like, how can I maintain some calmness in the midst of that? And I was just like, you know what? Let's just plan effectively. So I changed my schedule so I could be there in the morning earlier so I can get as much done without customers interrupting me. Um, also, now that I've been promoted during this time, I have a new set of expectations on me. So like, I got I, I got to do good. I got to do good. In the midst of that, I make a new friend. And this is a really good friend. Although it is a very short... <laughs> relationship thus far um I make a friend and this friend is extremely high energy and she's like let's go jogging girl you ain't finna see me running unless it's something happening but she just like kept this random burst of energy that I needed throughout the day and she would text me it was almost like she was in the store watching me even though I know she wasn't but it would be like, as soon as I was like, damn, this floor set is burning me out. She'd be like, hey, friend, just checking on you. Hope you're having a good day. Girl, I needed that. I wasn't having a good day five minutes ago. But now I am because that just really did something for me. And I realized, here's another one of my realizations. I really do need people to check on me. Like, <laughs> before it wasn't a big thing. And it was something that I'd be like, damn, like, y'all be letting y'all strong friend be strong by themselves and the strong friend be helping y'all, but y'all be doing nothing for the strong friend. And I will make those comments, but I would never address it. And then, like, I think it was Alicia who, like, hit me up randomly. And I was like, y'all got a thug smiling today. Like, it was just, it was amazing. Then I realized people were just checking on me randomly and I'm like let me see why y'all are checking on me and I asked someone like well what made you what made you check on me and they were like well to be honest you always check on me and sometimes you check on me before I could like it's a thought to check on you but I want to be intentional with it so if you have a problem and I need to sit down and listen to you I want to be able to do that but she's like I beat you to the punch this time and I was like oh cool so then I had to sit back and just pay attention to how people treated me. And I started addressing that. I started addressing it. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to check on me. That really meant a lot for me. In the past, you didn't do that. And honestly, I need you to do this for me. Like, this is something that I need from you. Some people took those conversations very well. Some people did not. And... The people who did not take it very well have been people, I don't want to call people toxic um, or burdens or just like heavy loads, but those people were the people who um, my intuition was telling me to remove myself from. And I gave those people an opportunity to say what they had to say and feel the way that they had to feel respectfully. And then I gave it a few days. Because if we have a bond and you're telling me that I mean something to you, and we're having a conversation of me addressing that I need a little bit more from you or something that you're doing is making me feel some type of way. I, I'm gonna, in the moment I know it, it may be heated, I'm gonna give you some space, but then I also expect for you to come back to me and be like, all right, let's pick up where we left off. And for the people who did not, I, I gave myself a timeline. 
I was like, I'm giving these people three days. On day three, at 5 p.m. of day three, if they don't say nothing to me, I'm reaching back out and I'm cutting it off. And the people, and lo and behold, every last person that needed to go did not respond, did not say nothing by 5 p.m. And I let it rock. I didn't even address it. I was just like, you know what? It ends here. I don't need to say anything else to them because I've already said what I had to say. They've shown me their true colors. Let it go. And I, in the beginning, I was like, I'm sad because like, this is my hookah partner. Whenever I was down to get hookah, she was down to get hookah. But it's okay. And, and another realization in the process of that is just like, I have been overplaying my part because I don't want to traumatize people. And I don't want people to be traumatized by, like, the fact that I have a busy schedule and I can't see them. Like, I just didn't want to traumatize people. I didn't want to take my stress out on them. So it would help. I would overplay my part to avoid having uncomfortable conversations, to avoid them feeling the type of way. And I was just like, girl, you got to stop doing that. So I stopped doing that. I've been doing real good with sticking to the boundaries that I've created for myself during this time. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, everything is feeling great. Everything feels real good. Um, and then there were a few people that was just like, the tea party was great. When are you doing another one? I really enjoyed the intimate setting. I really enjoy your content. Let me know the next time you get something on the book. So I planned a dinner, a very intimate dinner. And leading up to this dinner, I had like... This is going to be a, a dinner for the girls. This is where you wear the dress that you've been putting in the back of your closet. That one dress that you ordered from, from Fashion Nova and was like, ooh, the next time the girls say we going out, I'm going to be ready. Like, I planned that all the way up until then. I had cool icebreakers. I had, I planned this out. This was going to be one for the books. We we're going to go to dinner at a restaurant that was um, a little bit higher end. This is what the girls have been asking for, and I'm going to provide that for them. And I sat down with one of my fellow creative friends, and I was telling them about it. And she was like, oh, I'm coming. And she came. And she said to me, you know what would be crazy? As creatives, like, we be knowing what's needed, but we never get to take advantage of our own events. And I was like, yo, you're right. And I was telling her about the tea party. Like, I had a great time at the tea party. I couldn't dance because once it was time for the dancing aspect, my body was a thousand degrees and I was hot. I needed to walk out. But um, I was just like, damn, like, she's right. She was like, well, when you do this event, be sure to take advantage. And I was like, all right, cool. I went home, didn't change anything that I had planned. And the day of everything that I had planned had to change. So I originally was supposed to be off, but I had to work. So I had to pack my clothes, bring them with me, and get dressed at work, and then go to the event. That was that should have been my first sign of like this is gonna be a crazy night. Then people started texting me like, "Hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it." Da 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 da. And I was a little discouraged. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Um, but I was just like, "All right, cool." Do we replace people? Do we let it rock? And I reached out to the same creative person who told me, like, 
she was gonna be late. She ended up showing up, but I'm like, this is what's happening, girl. And she's like, let it rock. So I let it rock. On the way to the restaurant, the restaurant calls me. I can't hear anything that they're saying. One of my other friends ended up beating me there. And as I'm walking in, she's got this look on her face. She's like, girl, she's about to call you. Now that what? She's like, they can't host us because they have plumbing problems. And I was livid. Like, I was I was pissed. How the fuck I'm supposed to carry on this night? And in the back of my head, I was just like, just flow with it. I spoke to the manager. He accommodated us. He ended up going, walking around the neighborhood, finding us another place to go. So we went somewhere else. Um, and when we get to this other restaurant, the setup of this restaurant was nicer than um, where we were originally supposed to go. He's like, I can give you a private room. And I'm like, all right, cool. We wouldn't have had that at the other restaurant. The way this private room was set up was so intimate and so beautiful. It was a darker room with candlelight. It was beautiful. It was amazing. And my friend was like, everything going to work out. Don't freak out. I know this is not what you wanted, but just go with the flow. And as we sit at that table and we start to have, like, unravel on the night, she said, don't forget to take advantage of the space that you created. She texted to me. And in that moment, I had to open up. I had to explain to everyone at that table what I was going through and how it was affecting who I was and how I was nervous about moving into to holiday season with the store being what it was. Um, I was nervous about November because, as I've shared with some of you before, um, that's the month in which my grandfather passed away, so it was just going to be tough. Um, seasonal depression I needed to find a way to cope with all this and everyone in that room didn't even like they didn't even it was just support spewing and some of the people were like I had never seen you cry before I didn't know you had it in you and I'm like yo listen I'm human like all of y'all are human but I needed to take advantage of this of this time and we had a great dinner we get home, I unwind, and everyone started texting me. Thank you so much for last night. If you need something from me, let me know. Blah, blah, blah. It was just an ongoing. And the people who couldn't make it, it wasn't even the... You know, sometimes normally people will, Oh my God, I'm so sad I missed it, but it looked like you had a good time. It wasn't that. It was, I'm so glad you had a good time last night. The pictures say it all. Don't forget to let me know when you're having more events like this. And I was like, damn, like, okay, cool. I'm noticing, like, another realization. Things were changing for me. I was changing. The people around me were changing. I was being more vocal about my, like, how I felt. And I was like, I like this. I I like this moment. And then me and Shay are on the phone for, like, five hours creating a playlist. And I was like, I need a morning playlist. So we created that playlist. Um, We created three playlists together. And when I hung up the phone that night, that next morning on my way to work, I made a playlist. Specifically for my mornings. And I wake up in the morning and I pray. And that is something that I have been taught to do since I was a child. Like, I, you do not wake up without giving God thanks for bringing you to where you are right now. 
you do not move forward throughout the day. Like you just, you wake up and you open your eyes. Thank you, God, for allowing me to open my eyes. Thank you for giving me the use and activity of my limbs. Blah, 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 blah. I, that was a norm for me. And my playlist was not even going to be funny. My playlist to work wasn't even a playlist. I listened to two songs in the morning. First song is called Praise Break by William Murphy. And then I would listen to All About the Benjamins up until the time I walked through the door of work. That, like, All About the Benjamins by um, Diddy, Little Kim, the, the Locks, all of them. That is my song. Some of y'all that have gone out and seen me places, y'all see how crazy I get with it all. And that song just resonates with me so bad. Little Kim's verse is my verse. Like, it, that's Little Kim featuring Nye right there. But, like, it, that was my routine. So I was like, I need to make a routine to go with the morning routine that I've already implemented for myself. And it was literally all gospel music. Like I need, I was, wasn't even paying attention that my playlist was gospel music. And I just, it just was great. Then I started, um, and this, probably failed to mention this at one point, but in the process of me taking the time, I wasn't going out as much as I normally would. Like y'all know y'all could catch me on any given Sunday if I'm off or after work, y'all would catch me at Grill 2. I was in the house. I was in the fucking house. So, I'm home. I have a new morning routine. I've been in communication with some people. And then, there's some people who understood and they just kept their distance. Um, because they didn't know what I needed from them at the time. And I, I understood that and respected that. And it wasn't like it was just a... I'm not going to say nothing to you. It was all mutual. Everybody understood everything. But I have the opportunity to go out with one of my friends. And this friend is like, how do you do it all? Like, what from your childhood has trickled into your adulthood that keeps you motivated? And I was just like, girl, it's God. <laughs> like, my, I'm very, I don't want to say I'm very religious. I am religious. I am I don't play when it comes to my faith. I don't play about God. Y'all not about to keep key in my face and tell me the universe didn't. God did that. That's who I am. And I explained all that to her. And she was like, damn, like, you know what's crazy? We've been friends all this time. And I realized there's always a, like, you always pause before you eat. I'm like, girl, I'll be praying over my food. And I don't want to make anyone else around me uncomfortable. So I pray so that God can understand me. She's like, I don't know how to pray. Like, I didn't go to church when I was a kid. Like, I didn't know nothing about spirituality. All I knew is you wake up in the morning and you go about your day. If you made it home, you was good. If ain't nothing happened to you, you was good. So we have conversations about prayer. She starts telling me she wants to get on a spiritual journey. And I'm like, well, cool. Like, she's like, well, what are some songs you listen to? So I share my playlist with her. That was a great conversation. I felt good. Like, I probably introduced somebody to Christ. I'm a pastor now. <laughs> um, And then... Someone hit me up, like, hey, remember at the tea party when you did blah, blah, blah? How did that make you feel? I told them, they don't like, how are you not scared to pray publicly? I'm like, my religion is my religion. That's who I am. You know, like, me praying has always been an aspect of life. It's nothing new. It's not something that I turn on and off. Like, this is this is what I've done all the time. In the good days, I pray and I thank God for what he's doing in my life. On the bad days, I pray and, and I'm appreciative of the storm and I need tools to get through it. She goes, I love that. A few more weeks go by and I go out with one of my bros. Get in the car with him and he's listening to... <laughs> listening to Take Me to the King. 
So I'm like, damn, like, what you going through? Now, me and my cousins have made jokes on Instagram that Take Me to the King is a suicide song. So when I see people listening to that song, I'd be like, damn, like, what are the opening lines? This truth is I'm tired. When I hear people listen to that song, you is tired. Like, <laughs> what's going on? You want to talk about it? You got a testimony? What, like, what's going on? And this particular friend, um, we've never actually held conversations about religion. And he was just talking about what he's been going through. And I'm like, I need to share my playlist with him because he needed like. <laughs> and he starts talking to me about like he didn't know how to pray and like he learned that praying is literally a way of communicating with God and blah blah blah. So I get back home after all this, and I'm like, this playlist has helped me tremendously over the last two weeks. I gotta make a public. So I go through, I make one for Instagram, I make one, I make one for Apple Music, I make one for Spotify, and I shared it. I also shared it to a group chat that I have with my mom and another one of her friends. And my mom texted back in the group chat and said this prayer, like the, the praise break by William Murphy, did it for me. And I just hearted the message because it was, it was nothing. And I don't want to say it was nothing, but like I made the playlist because it get me through. I know it's going to get somebody else through, but it wasn't about me in that moment. Like that, if y'all don't, if you haven't listened to that playlist to know what Praise Break by William Murphy is, please go listen to it. But I was just like, I'm going to just let God have that one. Like that's all him. That's all it is. And then when I get to work, another one of my coworkers was like, yo, I listened to your playlist this morning. That shit was fire. That first song. Why you put that song on me? And I was like, yo, I realized in the last few weeks that I have people connected to me that don't know how to pray. And that song right there is literally a prayer. It's not even, it's it's not a, a song song. It's not an actual praise break. That is a prayer. William Murphy is, is asking God to heal people, to regulate their minds. He's asking him to continue to protect us as we go through our day-to-day life. He's thanking him for all that he's done and all he's getting ready to do. My, my friends need to know how to pray. And if I can incorporate that in any way, um, a lot a lot of my friends, we are very, we communicate with each other. But sometimes it's a little bit easier for us to send a song and I communicate with everybody. I'm like, damn, like, I've been doing all this type of stuff over the last few months to get myself in a, in a good place and I'm doing it and I'm, I'm impacting lives and as much as I, I'm impacting other people's lives I'm not realizing that I'm not impacting mine and doing a few minor changes as far as waking up in the morning and praying and getting into Pilates has made such a difference on who I am and obviously it's deeper than that I'm, I'm just hitting on the surface right now but like I needed to make an impact in my life and that's why I needed to take time away um, that's why I needed to be able to focus on some of the new connections in front of me because people who are super hyper when they come to me I'd be like oh nah girl like you too much go the other way but I was pushing away energy um, I, I made a couple new friends in the process of this but one of them is um, a young man and he is very emotionally intelligent and emotionally available and we have like conversations here and there about things and there was a conversation that we had where I pushed him away. And after, you know, thinking about it and everything, I had to apologize because it was never my intention to push this individual away. It's never my intention to push anybody away. But I realized in the process of all this, 
I was pushing people away that gave me exactly what I was asking for. Um, one, because I didn't know how to receive it. And two, because it came to me in a form in which I didn't realize it would come. And it just helped me to be a little bit more open in every aspect of life. Um, I appreciate everybody that I've been newly interacting with. Um, all of my old friends that, that have adjusted with how I needed to be treated. Um, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate my audience for um, giving me grace and being supportive. Like People were reaching out to me like, we heard your little episode. We hope whatever's going on, it gets better. Let us know if you need something like that. makes all of a difference. And I appreciate everybody um, for everything that's been done. And I couldn't thank y'all enough. Y'all about to make me cry on this episode. <laughs> um, the people who are in my life are here for a reason. So many of you don't realize, and I'll even go as far as saying, all like none of you realize how much the little things that you do mean to me. And I have to do better with explaining to you. Like Jordan brought me a pack of sticky notes. I almost cried. Like I love sticky notes. It helps me stay organized. It helps me stay collected and, and, and clear. But to know that someone cared about me that much to bring me a pack of sticky notes, it, it did everything for me. Like those little gestures from my support system, I really appreciate. Those text messages of just like, hey sis, think about you. Hope you're having a good day. It means a lot. Pulling up to my house and say, hey, I'm outside. Come on, we're going to get something to eat. It means a lot. Finding a new activity for us to participate in because you know that I'm going to stay in this house and probably let seasonal depression take me over. I appreciate y'all so much. Um, I can't thank you enough. Like, I appreciate it tremendously. And I have to thank God in all this because God has a sense of humor and he puts a, he will stop you right in your tracks to realign everything and when God closes one door he gonna open it when he removes something from your life he's gonna replace it with better and I needed this moment to just let God do his thing and that's what I did essentially I just let everything flow right to place um I asked God to make room for certain things and I had to cut some things off and we all know faith that works is dead so I can't ask God to give me more if I'm not gonna be willing to remove um what needs to be removed in order for me to get more so that's what's been happening, y'all. I know we probably didn't expect to get this deep on this episode real quick, but that's what's been happening. Um, I'm glad that you guys have been able to vibe out with Shay. I listen to the episodes in real time with y'all. Like when she's been posting them, I'm like, yeah, I'm finna listen to this with these people at on Monday in the morning when that shit hit when the link come through. I'm like, let me let me listen to this real quick. Um, and she's done a fantastic job. I really, really miss recording with her. We'll be back together soon. But we in this thing over the next few weeks, or at least until January, um, please have some grace with us. Um, with my workload, I may not be able to get to y'all every week with an episode. If I can't talk to y'all, y'all know she is. Um, and if we can't talk to y'all, we're going to give y'all a playlist or something like that. So go ahead and turn on the temptations if you haven't already. Yeah, Christmas tree better be up. And I look forward to talking to y'all again. I love y'all so much, and I'm so appreciative of the support. And we're going to talk again soon, y'all.